Hey y'all, I'm your host, Rita, and you're listening to The Backpacking Introvert, a podcast where I unpack the mind, connect with my love of nature, and write outside the lines. Thank you for tuning in today. Out of all the podcasts, you chose mine, and I'm glad you're here. Well, here I am. Um, this is my monthly episode, as promised. Um, so I know everyone's talking about the election, especially since it's over. However, I've never been one to talk a lot about politics. So I'm going to leave that for everyone else to do. Instead, I want to talk about my experience as a graduate student therapist. Well, now I am three weeks into my internship, and it has been so far a great learning experience, and I feel challenged and fulfilled all at the same time. I am working with a variety of clients, from individual to couple to family to also working with children, and it is all a wonderful experience so far. On one of my sessions, a client actually thanked me for choosing my profession, and that was so affirming for me because... I know that this is my purpose. And hearing that, let me know even more that this is where I'm supposed to be. On another session, one of my clients, um, who is a minor, asked me why I chose my profession. I told my client that was such a good question, and I was happy to answer it. After I gave my client uh, my answer, she was happy with the response and replied, well, I'm glad you have a job that you like. To which I responded that it was important to find a job that you like because then it doesn't feel like a job. Being a graduate student therapist is really stretching me in many different ways. I have had to learn about the HIPAA laws in more detail, or rather pay attention to them a lot more I've had to file my first CPS report, which was scary and made me realize how uninformed I am regarding that. I am also learning how to hold back my own tears when I hear the stories my clients tell me. What no one tells you is that the stories of your clients stay in your head and you think of them often. In all the textbooks, discussion posts, and professor interactions, etc., they never tell you that sometimes you'll wake up in the middle of the night and they will cross your mind your clients, or that as you're going through the week, you will think of them and wonder how they're doing. Now, I am aware their problems are not my problems, and I don't carry them as such. I have that um, differentiation in place, but I do think of them often, and I wonder, did I help them? Was what I guided them through helpful? Did they practice the goals we collaboratively planned together to use throughout the week? Now, I think I said before that I'm a spiritual person who believes in God. So with that comes my faith as I am helping my clients. What they don't know is that I pray for them. I don't tell them that. I pray that they gain healing and understanding for those that have experienced intense trauma. I pray for those who are struggling in silence, making a facade of a normal life. I pray for those who struggle with their day-to-day lives and how to get through it. But what's more is also how I view other people that are not my clients. 
I view them through a different lens now. Being in this position, I think, humbles me and reminds me that everyone is struggling through something. Some are bigger struggles than others, but all the same, it is their struggle. So because it is their struggle, for them, it may not be a small struggle. It reminds me to live for today because today is all we have. And because we must live for today, we should live it in kindness. What I also discovered is that so many people don't talk to each other. What's more is that some people don't know how to talk to each other. We do all of this talking, but what are we really communicating? Are we actually listening to each other and taking into consideration the other person who you're trying to communicate to? Are we taking the time to actively listen to each other and see our common humanity? As much as I am trying to help my clients and find ways to help them when I feel stuck, sometimes they say things or do things that make me reflect on my own life. Sometimes my clients are teaching me. As much as I am giving them, they too are giving me something, unbeknownst to them. I think that is the beauty of this profession. It is a gift. I look forward to working with my clients every day, and I can't wait until it's the only thing that I do as my profession. It makes me long more for my retirement from my current profession. It also helps me to cope through the dissatisfaction and apathy that I feel towards my current profession. It helps me cope because it gives me hope. It gives me hope for my future that my life will be better than what it is now. And I don't say that in the sense of ungratefulness. I'm not ungrateful for what I have. I don't take for granted what I have. I don't not input effort into the current profession that I have. I still care for those that I serve in my current profession. But I'm not happy there. And it makes a world of a difference when you're happy doing the thing that you're doing. And I see the difference. I'm not doing therapy as a paid position. But I can see the difference. I am happy doing this. And you know it's your true calling when you're happy doing something and you're not making money off of it. That's when you know this is what you're meant to do. When you're happy to actually go and do it. Yes, there's, you know, monotonous times as far as, you know, documentation and whatnot. I mean... That's all the miscellaneous stuff behind it. That kind of comes with, you know, any profession, right? But when you really are passionate about the job that you're doing, it isn't a job. And I love what I'm doing. I love working with my clients. I look forward to it. 
at the end of my day, of my work day, rather. I'm thinking of them throughout the day. I'm wondering what activities I can do with my clients, most especially my uh, minor um, clients. And I research or I ask lots of questions because some of the cases that I have are are intense. And I am hearing stories of things I've never experienced before. So while I've never experienced them, that doesn't mean I can't help them. But I have to seek help, um, supervision mostly, to ask those questions on how I can help them. Uh, What do I do? What can I say? How can I be empathetic towards them? Which I think I do a good job of. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty empathetic person as it is. However, I know when you are dealing with individuals who have suffered great, like intense trauma, there are some things you have to say so that you can tread lightly or not say rather so that you can tread lightly because you don't want to trigger them. You don't want to push and prod too hard so that you can maintain that therapeutic alliance with them. That's the most crucial part of therapy is having that therapeutic alliance. Without that therapeutic alliance, it just, I mean, if you don't have it, you you don't have a therapy session. Your clients have to want to open up to you and they have to like you to a certain degree because they're telling you their life stories. And I've always said it. Everyone has a story to tell. And so as I'm working with my clients, I'm hearing their stories and we're um, unweaving them and weaving new pieces into that story. So by doing that, we are creating new skills or new ways of looking at things, changing mindsets, or just learning how to do things they were never taught. Like I said earlier, communicating. Communication seems to be one of the most difficult things people don't know how to do. And I I can understand that because I know in the past, I too have had difficulty communicating and being an active listener. And being an active listener means you are actually listening to what they're saying and not listening to respond or quick to jump into defense, asking questions to clarify so that you can understand the other person and what they're saying or where they're coming from because our thoughts and feelings are so fluid and those shift. I mean, we can't live in those moments. Um, so I am enjoying 
all of this. Uh, I, I love it. And when I talk about it, um, someone noticed that my, my facial expression changes. My face is more flushed when I talk about it. I get excited when I talk about it. And they tell me, I can see the passion in your, in your eyes, in your face. And I never knew that before. So when they pointed that out to me, that was, I was like, wow, I didn't know. I know that I feel great about what I'm doing. I know that I enjoy helping others. And I know that it gives me a sense of fulfillment. So this is where I'm exactly I'm supposed to be in in this way and I in this walk rather and I can't wait until I can do it full time. I can't wait until I can go out and do a, adventure therapy or um hike and do therapy with my clients. Um because being outdoors adds a whole different element. And right now I'm just doing straight telehealth, which is fine because it provides a lot of convenience for me being a single mom. But I would hope that one day soon um, I would be able to see clients in person because sometimes it's difficult when you see a client the crying. You want to pass them that box of tissue to offer a sense of, of consoling because just that simple act of offering a tissue, there's some consolation there. Because I can't wipe their tears away. I can't take away their pain. But I can try and be there for them and listen to them and hopefully say something or give them an activity or do something to make it easier to cope with or give them a new skill to learn so that they can deal with whatever problem is overwhelming their life. So doing this gives me hope for my future, that my life will be better than what it is now and until then, I will grow along with my clients as I try to help them. And they too will help me to be a better therapist. With each therapy session with my clients, I am growing and learning. And I feel good about it. Thank you for tuning in today, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed speaking to you. Make sure that you're following my Instagram page to stay up to date for the next episode. That's all for today, and you are listening to The Backpacking Introvert. Until next time. <laughs>